The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. How did Jesus fulfill the Jewish feasts? The way in which Jesus fulfilled the Jewish feasts is a fascinating study. In the Hebrew Scriptures, the Jewish prophet Amos records that God declared He would do nothing without first revealing it to His servants, the prophets. From the Old Covenant to the New, Genesis to Revelation, God provides picture after picture of His entire plan for mankind, and one of the most startling prophetic pictures is outlined for us in the Jewish feasts of Leviticus chapter 23. The Hebrew word for feasts literally means appointed times. God has carefully planned and orchestrated the timing and sequence of each of these seven feasts to reveal to us a special story. The seven annual feasts of Israel were spread over seven months of the Jewish calendar, at set times appointed by God. They are still celebrated by observant Jews today. But for most Jews and non-Jews who have placed their faith in Jesus, the Jewish Messiah, these special days demonstrate the work of redemption through God's Son. The first four of the seven feasts occur during the springtime, Passover, Unleavened Bread, first fruits, and Weeks. And they all have already been fulfilled by Christ in the New Testament. The final three holidays, Trumpets, Day of Atonement, and Tabernacles, occur during the fall, all within a short 15-day period. Many Bible scholars and commentators believe that these fall feasts have not yet been fulfilled by Jesus. However, the blessed hope, Titus 2, verse 13, for all believers in Jesus Christ, is that they most assuredly will be fulfilled. As the four spring feasts were fulfilled literally and right on the actual feast day in connection with Christ's first coming, these three fall feasts, it is believed by many, will likewise be fulfilled literally in connection with the Lord's second coming. In a nutshell, here is the prophetic significance of each of these seven Levitical feasts of Israel. 1. Passover pointed to the Messiah as our Passover lamb, whose blood would be shed for our sins. Jesus was crucified during the time that the Passover was observed. Christ is a lamb without blemish or defect, 1 Peter 1, verse 19, because his life was completely free from sin. As the first Passover marked the Hebrews' release from Egyptian slavery, so the death of Christ marks our release from the slavery of sin. 2. Unleavened bread pointed to the Messiah's sinless life, as leaven is a picture of sin in the Bible, making him the perfect sacrifice for our sins. Jesus' body was in the grave during the first days of this feast, like the kernel of wheat planted and waiting to burst forth as the bread of life. 3. First fruits pointed to the Messiah's resurrection as the first fruits of the righteous. Jesus was resurrected on this very day, which is one of the reasons that Paul refers to him in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20, as the first fruits from the dead. 4. Weeks, or Pentecost, occurred fifty days after the beginning of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and pointed to the great harvest of souls and the gift of the Holy Spirit for both Jew and Gentile, who would be brought into the kingdom of God during the church age. The church was actually established on this day, when God poured out His Holy Spirit, and three thousand Jews responded to Peter's great sermon in his first proclamation of the gospel. 5. Trumpets, the first of the fall feasts. Many believe this day points to the rapture of the church, when the Messiah, Jesus, will appear in the heavens as He comes for His bride, the church. The rapture is always associated in Scripture with the blowing of a loud trumpet. 6. Day of Atonement. Many believe this prophetically points to the day of the second coming of Jesus, when He will return to earth. That will be the day of atonement for the Jewish remnant, when they look upon Him whom they have pierced, repent of their sins, and receive Him as their Messiah. Zechariah 12, verse 10. 7. Tabernacles or Booths. Many scholars believe that this feast day points to the Lord's promise that He will once again tabernacle with His people when He returns to reign over all the world. Should Christians celebrate these Levitical feast days of Israel today? 
whether or not a Christian celebrates the Jewish feast days would be a matter of conscience for the individual Christian. Colossians 2, verses 16 and 17 tells us, Therefore do not let anyone judge you by what you eat or drink, or with regard to a religious festival, a new moon celebration, or a Sabbath day. These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Christians are not bound to observe the Jewish feasts, the way an Old Testament Jew was, but we should not criticize another believer who does or does not observe these special days and feasts. While it is not required for Christians to celebrate the Jewish feast days, it is beneficial to study them. Certainly, it could be beneficial to celebrate these days if it leads one to a greater understanding and appreciation for Christ's death and resurrection and the future promise of His coming. As Christians, if we choose to celebrate these special days, we should put Christ at the center of the celebration as the one who came to fulfill the prophetic significance of each of them. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.